This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Democratic negotiations on a reconciliation package stretch on, and recent comments show no sign of a looming agreement. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he wants to see a deal on a new legislative package by the end of the week. But West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin told Capitol Hill reporters Thursday a deal is not going to happen anytime soon. Manchin, along with Arizona's Kirsten Cinema, have emerged as key moderates in an effort to shape a bill that will get the support of a full slate of Capitol Hill Democrats. Arkansas Republican John Bozeman says the process to draft the bill is frustrating. Now we're in a situation where we're spending many, many billions of dollars without any input from the Senate Ag Committee at all on the Republican side, and I would say probably very little from the Democratic side. This Most of this is coming from the White House. The $3.5 trillion package previously discussed is likely to be trimmed down, but Bozeman says even a smaller amount of money needs more vetting. There's more from Senate Ag's top Republican in our Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. In the House, the Ag Committee advanced several bills today, including priority issues for Chairman David Scott, like his legislation to extend scholarships to students at 1890s land-grant colleges, but a bill to create a contract library in the beef industry also cleared the panel. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. The House Agriculture Committee advanced a bill today that aims to increase price transparency through beef contract reporting. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association and U.S. Cattlemen's Association support the bill, But the bill's lead sponsor, Congressman Dusty Johnson, criticized RCAF for flip-flopping on support. Cattle groups met earlier this year in Phoenix to find common ground. The number one priority coming out of that meeting was transparency, including reauthorizing price reporting and a cattle contract library. So RCAF has been on the record of supporting this concept, and and I've been happy to have them as a part of the team. Uh, The reality is that that, uh, it's not a silver bullet. Uh, we can't let perfect be the enemy to good. There are lots of policy solutions that, that one or two players in the marketplace are uh, supportive of. But if we're going to get anything done in a closely divided Congress, it's going to have to be consensus items. In a release, RCAF leaders said they want to see broader marketplace reform than the additional transparency the contract library would offer and offered support for legislation that would address competition concerns in the industry. North American Meat Institute President and CEO Juliana Potts says her organization is still reviewing the bill and how it might affect meat processors. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says more needs to be done to measure the impact of climate-smart ag practices. And if that happens, he says more farmers might be willing to incorporate some of those changes. Vilsack spoke today on a panel with top ag officials from Canada and Mexico at the World Food Prize Dialogues in Des Moines. He says improved measurements will show the benefits of new ag practices. I frankly think agriculture can be at the leading edge uh, of climate uh, climate change and reduction of greenhouse gas. I think we can have early wins in this process if we know how to adequately measure and quantify. So there needs to be research uh, done uh, in that space. He says practice changes also need to be broadly adopted. As important as it is to help the individual farmer, and I certainly agree with you that we need uh, extension and we need to get information to that farmer at the local <coughs> level, it's also important to make sure that we are doing things at a landscape scale. Uh, scale. Uh, and in order to do that, I think you need demonstration projects and pilots that are large enough and big enough 
uh, working collaboratively with farm organizations, commodity groups, uh, land-grant universities, and others uh, to aggregate a number of producers so that they are all adopting. He says producers will need new tools to make changes on their operations and better understand how those changes are working. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.